Hello and welcome to Mirror Talk. We have moments where we just have to pause. Just pause and take a break and reflect on life. Remember, you are strong, you are enough, you are capable, you are blessed and you are loved. Your moment of greatness starts now. So, today I have uh, an amazing guest with me. He's, his name is Adewale Adejumo, and um, he's, a, he's a CEO, he's a speaker. His, his work will be found, for example, on Zastrat.com, where, where he runs an, an online retailing store, which is very big and fast growing in South Africa. He's an amazing speaker. He has his own podcast called Happy Like Buddha, which is available on all platforms. The real Wali Adejumo could be found on, on Instagram. He's an amazing person who has inspired me a lot. So how are you doing, Adi Wali Adejumo? I'm great, man. I'm good. And how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to have you here with me today. Um, so I would love to, you know, learn more about you. You have achieved a lot so far. I would love to you to share your story with me. How has the journey of life been like for you? Journey of life, Jesus. Or <laughs> back in 1985, yeah. I was born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. a good start, right? That's the beginning <laughs> of everything. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, so, you know, journey of life has been one of, one that has been very interesting for me. And one where up until I think towards the end of last year, I felt like my life had been pretty much, I hadn't been in control of my life. You know, life mm. has just been happening to me. Yeah. And, you know, and I know that a lot of people actually live their lives like that as well. Mm. So for me, growing up, I grew up, uh, I was born in Nigeria. Mm. I, in 1997, when I was 12, actually on my birthday, yeah. we left Nigeria. Wow. <laughs> um, and then came to, and my family moved to South Africa. Okay. And since then, I had just been, um, growing up in South Africa, where I currently reside, mm. I, I currently live in South Africa, and I went through life just, you know, with my life being pretty much being on autopilot, you know, mm. where, you know, like you have these goals, but you never, I never had this like clearly defined yes. goals of where exactly I want my life to be, mm. or what my purpose was, or what I wanted to do, because growing up, I didn't know pretty much what was happening around me. <laughs> <laughs> everything was just arranged for you, or how was it like? Everything was everything just was, laid out. Everything was sort of like, everything was sort of like arranged. Like, I only realized this year why I was a good student in school. Wow. And it was while and it was while I was meditating. You know, back in primary school, I used to be like, you know, top student and everything. I'm like, how did that even happen? Yeah. Then I, when I'm doing my meditation, I started having memories of my mother um, making us take extra classes. Like there was a tutor that would come to my house and teach my brother and I math, English, all those things. Mm. And because I never remembered ever studying, <laughs> but <laughs> and I was like, I was that such a good student. And yeah. growing up, you know, back in like high school, mm. because there was no tutorial in high school, there was no tutorial in like varsity. I became more more like an average C B student. Mm. And I was like, what's going on? Am I getting dumber as I'm getting older? Yeah. Never realizing that, hey, you were actually being tutored. And that's why you were getting really, really good scores in school. Yeah. So my life pretty much, for me, was on autopilot. Mm. Okay. Um, back to, and then just fast forward to 
after to towards the end of my varsity life. Yeah. Um, I was a master's student. Mm. I want, I was gonna be a, come, become a scientist. I actually have a master's degree in in in, in plant pathology and genetics. Yeah. Okay. And at that particular point, still didn't have a clear vision for my life. Mm. I was like, okay, cool. I started, you know, selling um, some goods because I wanted to be successful. Here's the thing yeah. about me, ever, like ever since I could remember, mm. I wanted to be good, exceptionally good in anything that I was doing, mm. but without a clear vision for where I want to end up on my contribution to the world. Yeah. So when I was an athlete, I trained super hard. Mm. I was really good but I didn't have a clear vision of what I really wanted for myself. So I was not one of the, the best, but I, was, but I was good enough to be at least number two, number three in South Africa, mm. um, um, in my, like within my age group, mm. okay? When I, was, um, being, when I started my life as an entrepreneur, yeah. I wanted to be really, 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 really um, big, mm. but I didn't have a clear vision of my contribution and my service to others. Okay. Yeah. And d during my during my master's years, that's when I, you know, started in like embarking on my entrepreneurship journey. Yes. And wow, started that. That started growing. That started you know becoming big. Mm. But even when I was an entrepreneur, still am. Um, I didn't have a clear vision for my life. I was living my life on autopilot. Mm. Basically, I was living life and I was asleep. Okay, I wasn't awake. I wasn't conscious. I was living unconsciously. Yeah. Mm. All right. Yes. And and you know, with that, with that sort of way of living life, mm. I you wouldn't have. I didn't have a clear vision. Yeah. For my life right. and where I want my life to actually go mm. until towards the end of last year, when I went through my own personal transformation, mm. and. It was because I reached a point in my life where a lot of people call it rock bottom. I mean, I was definitely that was a rock bottom part, you know, part of my life. Mm. My business was failing. Um, I, my my business had been failing for about two years. Mm. I was extremely stressed. I was extremely. I I I developed anxiety. I never knew what anxiety was. Yeah. Growing up, I never knew what stress was. Mm. Growing up, because now I was fully now. <laughs> It was just me. I was feeling responsible for myself, yeah, for my life, yeah. and everything. I felt everything um, was working for you in some ways, and you felt felt stressed up. Pretty much, nothing was like nothing was working for me. Mm. Um, I'd my my ex girl my girlfriend at at the time had left me in mm. 2016. My business was failing. Mm. Um, I had to retrench everyone, including myself, oh. within the business. So I had to keep working in my business, yes. although I wasn't making any money mm. for uh, for almost two years. Okay, and trying to make money from other avenues. You know, yes. some some people would have just like shut it down. Yeah. Um, I decided I, I didn't because <laughs> you continued. I had a mountain of yeah. I continued because I had a mountain of debt, man. Mm. You know. Yes. Um, I never. I never wanted to like die, mm -hmm. but I thought about my death a lot. Wow. Where and and sometimes I fant I would fantasize about like you know there was a time I was actually on a plane going to give a talk, and I was thinking to myself, hmm, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be nice if this plane just crashed? It would all be over. Oh, <laughs> just to end you know, like, end like, like mm. just like yeah, just like end um, just. Just to end that depression, that stress mm. 
that anxiety that I was going through at that particular time. Yeah. And yeah, man. And that was because I wasn't in control of like I like I wasn't fully aware that one, I'm in control. Mm. Yes. Um, and two, and one thing actually saved me, the second thing that saved me was stoicism. Where mm. it's where it's when you imagine the worst possible scenario, yes. and then you start seeing that the life that you actually have is actually not that bad. That the worst scenario that you always envision in yourself yes. is that fear of failure. Mm. Is that fear of of what people will think? What um, you know the the embarrassment and the humiliation that will come with, like, oh wow, you know, um, you tried something like and you failed. Work. Yeah. Mm. He tried something, it didn't work, mm. um, you know, and you failed. So I started asking myself, what is, what is the worst possible thing yeah. that could possibly happen? Yeah. And I got to realize that, wait, the worst possible thing that, um, that would possibly happen isn't really that bad. I'm not going to die with mm-hmm. everything that was actually happening, the, the, all, like, all the failures. Uh, and the failures were actually not really failures. They yeah. were just lessons that I needed to learn from. Mm. And, the, and one Third thing that actually helped me a lot was when I was honest with myself yes. as to why I was stressed. I, I, I had all these depression issues, mm. uh, these fantasies about like about just ending things. Yeah. Okay, which also gives you a bit of perspective as well when you think about your death, because you also think about like how do I want to be remembered mm. if I die? Yeah. Today? Like, oh shit. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to be like remembered for how I am now. Mm. I want to be remembered. For how I remember one of my friends that passed away in 2017, where all I could think about was how it just always, just always so happy and smiling. Yeah. And me during that period, I was just like, I was like so moody, sad, is emoting and sulky and and depressed, mm. um, and and like holding on to the past yeah. a lot. And the and what I ended up doing was gain was start to gain clarity. Okay. So whenever I was having issues with, like, say, um, with, say, debt, I'll speak to a debt specialist. Whenever I was having issues with, like, lawyers, I'll speak to a um, lawyer, especially. Whenever yes. I was having tax issues, I'll speak to a tax specialist. Whenever yeah. I was having issues with this. So mm-hmm. every every single thing that was, like, just just um, that I was worried about, yes. I started to gain clarity for for and each, and each time I got clarity, yes. each, every single time I got clarity, I would feel so much better. It's really like a weight has just been lifted off my shoulders, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So then I then went deeper. I'm like, oh, wow. So all I really just need is to have clarity mm-hmm. and, and life will get better. Yes. So then I started picking up books, reading a lot more about entrepreneurship because you know what? I've been an entrepreneur for like, at that particular point when I started reading for almost, for about eight years. Yeah. But I never really picked up any books. <laughs> <laughs> to read about, you just want <laughs> to read about like how to be, yeah. I just I just went with the flow, yeah. bro. I just I was just like making all these mistakes myself, <laughs> yeah. you know, and learning from them. Yes. And then I picked up entrepreneurship books, E Myth Revisited. Mm. Um, I picked up book books like Ex- Exponential Organizations, mm. Learn How to Run an, 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 an Organization Properly. Yes. Then I was like, oh wow. Now I'm like, wow. <laughs> and I thought I was great at content marketing, right? Yeah. Until I read a book on content marketing. Um, I can't remember the name of the book, but it was on content marketing. And that just opened up my eyes. And I was like, whoa, what else don't I know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot one does not know, actually, right? Until you actually try to find exactly, out about it. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
you know, that's also where that saying, where a man who doesn't read mm. is, is as good as a man who cannot read, yeah. right? Yeah. And then I went and dove even deeper. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> you think you know sales? No, <laughs> let me read up about sales. Yeah. You know, I learned about sales and... It just went, and it just went on and on, you know, seven habits of highly effective people, code of extraordinary mind. Mm. I'm like, wait a minute. I need to read up about, like, how to be rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and then I picked up um, The Richest Man in Babylon. Mm. Okay. Yes. And a recent one that I just finished is called The Latter Factor. That one's highly recommended for anyone who is in a job if you're working like a nine to five it's actually recommended for anyone for almost everyone but especially for people who are not in business that book is, is you know nice tops book um to actually pick up and read so then i started to read and and the more i read the more clarity i got yeah. and the more life started to make sense mm. and a lot of my thoughts and ideas um, some of them started getting validated and some of them started getting broken down because mm. I went from being born into a Christian family yes. to then um, becoming born again. Mm-hmm. And then I went in, then I became like, no, this is all uh, BS. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Then went into like, what am I? Yeah. Um, this was like in my early 20s. I was like, well, I guess I'm agnostic because... I'm using a scientific approach to um, to to believe or religion, to, to yeah, to believe, which is like I don't believe in anything unless it has been discovered. Mm-hmm. And then um, at some point in my dark years of 2017, 18, I, I went into like atheism. I'm like, I don't believe in God. <laughs> and wow. then that that happened. That that uh, that lasted about like two weeks. Well, I was like, mm-hmm, that was way too dark. <laughs> that was too dark. Yeah. Let's just go back to Ignotus. Mm. And, um, you know, and now, you know, following my transformation, uh, my belief system has also been like massively transformed. Yeah. I'm very highly spiritual. Mm. I believe that that there is no real true religion. And I said true, mm. but there is truth in every religion because they all speak they all speak truth and they all preach about the 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 value system that i also put out there and i support which is love kindness gratitude um tolerance appreciation setting like um you know like having a vision for your life okay Mm -hmm. and also following you know action and believing that your thoughts and your desires and your action will manifest and generate the life that you want for yourself. Mm, your thoughts okay? and your imagination and the life that you want for yourself. Your thoughts, exactly. Mm. And your emotions, right? Yeah. It, like, it has a way to actually program your, like, your body and, like, in your mind. Yes. Okay, if you're always, if you're always having positive thoughts and positive emotions about where you want your life to actually go, yes. then when that situation actually arrives you are more likely to be able to receive it mm. than if you always having worry some worries in your mind yet you, but you you want to achieve this yeah but you but you think negatively all the time you, you start to believe that you're not deserving of the life that you've a vision for yourself mm. yes, right yes and then when i actually when opportunity actually comes to you yeah you won't 
even though your mind is like, I deserve it, your body is a lot stronger. Mm. Your, then it will be a lot stronger than your mind and you will not be able to fully accept or fully take advantage. You, you would actually find a way to self-sabotage yourself, yeah. which is what happens with a lot of people where they sabotage themselves. And, and I've done it, sabotage myself so, so many times, you know, when all I had to do was just take this one leap, okay? Because yes. I was always worrying, um, I, you know, like my mind, like my mind just wasn't right, yeah. okay? Yeah. So, 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 so pretty much every religion talks about, talks about those principles and also not to forget energy, mm. energy, you know, how, what, whatever you want to call it, whatever religion you are, yeah. if you want to call it God, you want to call it energy, you want to call it spirits, you want to call it vibe, mm. you want to call it whatever, energy is really, really important. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah. And I believe that the, we actually get closer to God, yeah. closer to, you know, that like energy, that vibe, that spirit, based on how we live our life, based on those principles, which is what you find across pretty much all the religions. Mm. Okay. Yes. So I'm, so I'm tell me, I am deeply spiritual, yeah. but I'm not, but I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not like going to say, um, this one above that or this above that because the principles are pretty much the same across all the religions and doesn't matter which one you are, miracles still happen across across board. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I believe in people. Mm. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, not one particular culture or one particular idea. Yeah. I believe in across board in all of them. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you made mm, mention of yeah. you made mention of something that I would love to ask um, or talk about a little bit. You said um, your darkest moment in life, you know, woke you up, make you as a, took you out of that um, autopilot state of your life, and that made you like search for clarity, search for um, start reading books, you know, to improve your life. What else did? How did this wake you up? How else did it, did it wake you up? How else did the darkest moment in your life or the rock bottom of your life wake you up? Apart from what, what was that moment in your life that you said, "Oh, I think I've been on autopilot all my life long." See, it was me willing to try anything different to what I was currently doing mm. because I wanted to change my life so badly, mm. okay? I also wanted to make sure that I, this is not how I wanted to be remembered. Mm. If I had to die tomorrow, if I had to die in a couple of months' time. But the main thing was because what I was doing wasn't helping me, wasn't changing things in my life. Yes. I started to now, um, like, I'm like, no, it's only a foolish man who keeps doing the same thing and wanting a different result, right? Yeah, that's true. So yes. you got to like try something different, mm. you know? So, to, so 2018, 7th of Jan, I stopped drinking completely. Mm. Um, that helped me with, with actually moving away from certain types of people. Yes. Because, you know, you, when you realize that, okay, when the minute you take out something like alcohol, mm. you find out that, oh, wow, I, some people were only my friends because we went and drank together. There was really no value that they were really just adding to my life. Yes. They were not, they wasn't contributing to like my long-term vision and my long-term goals. Mm. Okay. And then the drinking and like, you know, like ended the well, wasting of money, going out, um, partying. Um, and, 
you now see that you have a lot more time, you have a lot more clarity mm. on, on your Saturday um, mornings and your Sunday mornings. Yes. Um, you, you, you know, you have all this time, you know, and then you start realizing that, oh, wow, I, I, so what do people do? Oh, spend time with family. You know? <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. spend time with family. Then, then I started, you know, bonding a lot with like, Family, my nieces, my nephews, mm. um, you know that 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 was just that was just one of the side effects mm. of just taking out alcohol. There are so many other things that I can't mention because oh, yes, okay. this is like a PG rated <laughs> okay. podcast. Yeah, maybe you okay. talk to me about it a little after the podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mm. and I was willing to try things like meditation. I tried that. I failed at it. Right? But then I ended up finding a better way to meditate, which wasn't just about clearing the mind. I found a way to meditate for the 21st century mm. through using emotions mm. right? and using visual. So during my meditation, mm. so, during, so during my meditation, you know how in order for you to train your subconscious mind, yes. um, you are meant to combine. You know, I, like, like I was just mentioning earlier, right? Mm. a lot of people worry a lot. And that's emotions. You combine emotion with the vision of your future that you want for yourself. And when you combine your emotions with the vision you have for yourself, you start to believe, your, your subconscious starts to believe that negative emotion that you're feeling. So during mm. meditation, what you want to do is you want to combine emotions, the positive ones, with yes. the vision that you have for yourself. Mm. You want to combine the positive emotions you feel when you have a, when you have a connection with your family. Mm. You want to combine the positive emotions you felt when you first receive something, like when you first bought your headset, that beautiful night headset, <laughs> when you first unwrapped it, yes. how did you feel? You felt that joyful emotion. That's like your gamma brainwave spiking at a particular point. Yeah. So you want to meditate on that and be grateful for that headset that, that you have so that you don't get too used to it and then you stop appreciating it. Mm. Okay? Yes. You want to get, you know, so it's, it's, so it's, about, so it's about combining the emotions you like you feel and... Combining that with things like kindness, love, connection with people in your life, connection with just every single person, um, gratitude for the things that you have, yes. in um, the things, the possessions that you own, mm -hmm. and also combining, like also making yourself feel situations, um, and it's just a way of train. You know how you know like the mindset. A person's mindset, yes, okay, mm -hmm. is can be worked out like a muscle, mm. and the way your mindset can be worked out like a muscle mm -hmm. is through meditation. People do it through meditation. People do it through affirmations. Yeah. People do it through prayer as well, mm -hmm. okay. Yes, and that's how you work out your um, your mindset. Your mindset, like the same way you work out your muscle and you know that's your that's your mental workout mm. affirmations yes meditations mm. and prayer yeah so that's so that's essentially what meditation does for me but it, at the same time it, it like it allows you to like go deep within yourself because i truly believe that when you're born mm. society starts to like pile on all these things onto you mm. and the real you just keeps growing up and just keeps putting on all these different masks 
and then you get into your twenties, and then you don't know what the hell is going on. You don't, you don't, <laughs> you, yeah. you're lost. Yes, you're trying to like find yourself. Mm. And meditation also just helps you to sort of like start to slowly or quickly, depending on who you are, yeah. to peel away those different layers and and you know and get to like connect with with your real self and get to like truly discover, you know, and one way for you to discover is also by exploring as well. Mm. So a lot of people want to transform the way they want to change, but they don't want to leave behind um, the, um, the life and the things that they are in. Exactly. You need to learn to unlearn what you already know. Okay. Yes. For you to be able to like, for you to then, for you to be able to properly transform and to truly be you, the you, the, like the you, that you want to be to be remembered for, yeah. not the you that society has, like you know, because society puts every pretty, pretty much pretty, puts pretty much everyone in this box, mm -hmm. okay. In order for you to transform and to actually really f discover and find the real you under all those layers of mask, yeah. you have to be willing to you have to be willing to embark on a journey of discovery mm -hmm. and exploration. Yes. Um, but obviously, still operating within those value pillars of love. Kindness, gratitude. forgiveness, mm -hmm. gratitude, having a vision for your life, mm -hmm. and also just like you know, asking God for like strength, believing in yourself. Mm. Yeah. Yes. yes. Wow. I'll pick up from where you stopped. Now you talked about you know um, having vision for your life. So what, what does having vision mm. or having a purpose for your life mean to you? What does that mean to you? What, what like to a layman? What, what what should I understand as having a vision for my life. Also understand that under like having um, uh, a purpose for my life. What's, what does that mean to you? So having a vision and having a purpose for your life, for me, it's my contribution and my service to mankind, mm. to, um, to um, like to people, you know, like what that would, that I would probably just de uh, describe that as like my why and why I do a lot of things that I do. Mm. It's to contribute and, and it's to make other people's lives better. Mm. And to create other, to create leaders who are going to go out there and also contribute and live a life of service to serve other human beings. Yes. Okay. Yes. So having a purpose for, for your life mm. should always be tied to your contribution to others, to your, your, your contribution to others, yeah. other than yourself. Mm. Okay. Mm. And it should be something that you can do that you have that you can do with your hands mm. okay your purpose should be tied um to you and your contribution it shouldn't be tied to someone else mm. um you know and what i mean by that is because some people tie their purposes to their partners mm. their spouses yeah. um their family um, their, the company they work for you know and then they get fired and guess what <laughs> they tie the purpose yeah no more purpose for <laughs> to the life, yeah. to yeah, you know, it's not opposed to how much money they are making. Um, if you try to propose to, to, to say your girlfriend, for example, yeah. you want to, you're living your life purpose is to build a big, nice house for, you know, provide for your, for, for, for your woman and your family. Mm. Say you don't have a family yet, okay? Yeah. I mean, in terms of like having your own kids yeah. and it's for your girlfriend and then your girlfriend leaves you, for example. Oh. What happens to that purpose of yours? <laughs> <It's dead. laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay? So, so, so your purpose must always be tied. Your why should be tied to your contribution to humanity. Really? And that's, that is the best why and that's the best 
um, type of ways to actually set your purpose. Yeah. Okay. So that's what. So that's so. So for me, that um, that is what purpose means. Mm. You know, that's what setting your purpose means for me. The more people you're able to service. Yes. Okay. With your purpose, mm. the, it, there's the general law of um, stratospheric stra stratospheric success, mm. which is like massive success. Yeah. Where the more people you service, mm. the more returns you're actually going to have. Yeah. You know, yes. coming back to you. Yes. Okay. Yes. So your so is you focus your purpose should be focused on your service to people. Mm. Okay. Which which. Which, you know, if you want to serve people, you need to care. Mm. Okay. One of the best marketing strategies yes. is caring, being kind. Mm. If you want to have influence over people, mm. you need to, you, you, you need to be loving. Yeah. Okay. You need to be loving. You need to be vulnerable. Mm. Okay. That's how people are. That's how you're going to gain people's loyalty. You can try and use fear. Probably gonna get rich if you use fear, <laughs> uh, but people are not gonna be loyal to you. Yes. Okay, when things go bad, people are not gonna stick by you. Yeah. Um. You know, when you need their help, people are not gonna help you. Mm. You know. Mm. So, so, so when your purpose is tied to your service to people, yes. You, you know, and tied to love and kindness, mm. the return to you is how a lot of really successful people amass the massive success that they actually have. Hmm. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. good. That's really good. Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate that. I read online that you, you know, you wanted to be a director of a science institute, but then I also read, you know, about your sport activity. You won like lots of like medals, as you mentioned earlier already. And now you are an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. um, can you tell me about, you know, that a little bit, like what was your purpose at, each stage of that of your life, like finishing your master's in um, plant pathology and um, envisioning yourself to be a, um, a science, as well, to be a director in a science institute, then also you know being an, an athlete and winning you know winning accolades to your name, and also now being a very successful entrepreneur, having you know uh, companies of your own. What, what has been your purpose over the time? Has it changed over time, or is still the same purpose? All true from the from the beginning. My purpose has completely changed, um, and it and 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 the massive change happened towards the end of 2019. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Throughout my life, I like my purpose was always tied to other things other than myself. Mm. You know, I tied my purpose and my self worth. Yeah. To say, for example, um, the medals, the athletics, the accolades. Mm. I tied my purpose to. Um, my degrees and um, and stuff like that, and I'll tell my purpose to um, the awards that came from winning um, from you know that uh, the awards that came from being an entrepreneur. Yeah, you know, mm. and tell my purpose to my partner. Mm. Okay, yes. I so that was just the wrong way of living life. Like I said, I was not living consciously. Mm. Um, my purpose wasn't wasn't always about like contributing to others. You know, I didn't have clarity mm. on love and fear mm. because you know I didn't know that. Listen, you can't have love and fear working for you. No. You got to choose one. The opposite. <laughs> yeah, the opposite. You got to choose one. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. You got to choose one. And the minute you use fear, then you lose um, any credibility that you um, you know you know that you had or have. Mm 
with love. But I, but I gave you guys love 95% of the time. I use fear once. <laughs> yeah, but that fear destroys everything. Yeah. That fear destroys everything, right? Okay. Mm. So for me, my purpose has definitely evolved. And now I feel like I'm living a much more purposeful life. Purpose um, and your passion, it doesn't always pay you um, in terms of money when you first start doing it, but it's more of a long-term thing. You know, it's not a short-term thing. Yeah. Okay? Yes. So, you get a, so that's why it's important to have a long-term vision for your life, and which is going to be like an end goal instead of a means goal. Mm. Means goal, I can make money. That's a means to an end. Yes. My end goal is my contribution to others, where I will always be contributing to others. Yeah. So because of that, it's all like I'm always going to be going through different, um, different. I will, I will always be going through different steps in my evolution. Mm and always been improving myself until the day I die. Because yeah. if my purpose is to serve, of then I will keep serving till I die. Of and I'll just keep improving and getting better and better and better and better and better. Yes. So yes. yeah. Yeah. And how, how did you how did you find your purpose at the end of 2019? How did you say how, did you sit down did you sit yourself down and say, okay, I have to analyze my life and think about it or learn everything that I've learned before, for example before you know you know trying to like find out what my purpose in life is or what made you find your purpose or how do you find your purpose purpose is how can i make people's lives better mm. that is within the con the realm of my control um that's within what i can do without other people being um, being involved. Ah. How can I do that? Yes, yes. Okay. How can I create something mm. where because I see myself as a creator, we're all creators. Mm. How can I create something that, you know, because the only thing I can truly have control over, and I'm not I'm not a control freak. <laughs> okay. Before <laughs> 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 anyone assumes I am. But what is it that I can think? I have a mm. deep desire for, mm. and I can take action, and the action is on like is only re, is only relies on me that I can do. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And that was and that's how I came around to really defining what my purpose is, which is like, oh wow, I want to make people's lives better, and well, this is something that I can actually do without like going, hey man, you want to start a new venture? <laughs> hey, you want to start? And then. You want you know, you trying to start something with you know like with you know like with, like with other people yeah and that's not their vision for their life that's not their purpose that's not whatever what can I do yes what can I start yes okay yes so then it's like it's simple you can make people's lives better uh, what is your unique what is what is that thing that's unique to you mm. that you can give to the world I'm like then that's that's my one unique thing about every single person. Is their story, yeah, your experience, yes, okay, yes. Um, and if you can, if you can use that mm. to create something to make people's lives better, mm. you know, yes. then for, for me that was how I basically formulated like, wow, this is something I'm actually. Everyone, everyone should be passionate about themselves, mm -hmm. about about their own lives, about their own story. You know, and that's one thing I'm like, like I feel passionate about. You know, being able to like, uh, cool. 
you know, like all, all like all these things, all these books, all this knowledge that I have, mm. you know, how can I help to use that to make other people's lives better? Okay. So that's how me formulating my purpose yes. um, started. Mm-hmm. And your purpose can still can still sort of like, you know, your purpose won't change, but it evolves and it gets better and better and better okay. as it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And the more people's lives you actually touch. Nice, great. So I would love to talk about your, your podcast now because that's one of your purpose to improve people's life, to make people happy and to, you know, to make people you know, see life in a different way, different color, different, from a different side, a positive side. So can you tell me about um, Happy Like Buddha? Um, why Buddha? Why, why should I be Happy Like Buddha? Happy Like Buddha is a metaphor for, yeah. first of all, it's not about Buddhism. Okay? Mm. It's a metaphor for you to live your life the best way possible to live your life free from society's um, from society's box that society puts you in, you know, culture, tradition, all of those things, and just find your own way to live in your life to the best possible way that you can. And Apple Like Buddha podcast, it's about bringing the top um, top transformation coaches, personal coaches, life coaches, entrepreneurs, athletes for them to come and share their thoughts and their wisdom mm. with people. Thoughts and wisdom that you normally wouldn't hear um, in school, yes. that you wouldn't learn in varsity. Mm. For them to come and share those thoughts and teach people how they can also live their lives to their full potential um, and live a life, you know, that live a life of purpose and that's true to themselves and enough to, for them to be able to actually discover their real selves. That's what I yeah. feel like Buddha is pretty much about. Yeah. About, yeah. And as in, I listened to the, the previous episode on with a lady from South Africa. We talked we talk, we talk about um, self-confidence, and I was really blessed by it. And I'm open to, you know, listen to more episodes that come up and, you know, be happy also and, you know, improve my life in a lot of ways as, as much as possible, actually. Thank you so much for, for what yeah, you are man. doing on, on, with the podcast. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. You said you have this purpose and sometimes it's cool, you know, um, lead you into different ventures in life. For example, you're an entrepreneur, you're a CEO, you, 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 you're, a, you're a founder of um, Zatra.com, where you're in this online retailing store, which is fast growing in, in South Africa. You are the co-founder of um, Dropstore app. Yeah, and you do a lot of things. So how do, you, how do you manage all of these things together? How do you, you know? How do you manage your entrepreneurship, your business properly, and your podcast, and you're, you're a speaker, you, you do TEDx also, and all, all that things. How do you do? How do you manage all, all of these areas of your life, with your personal life again or so to it? Well, firstly, it's not just me. Mm-hmm. It's me and a team of people. Okay. So having a team of people definitely helps me to be able to, to, be able to do a lot of the things that I do. Mm. Okay. And for me, secondly, I have the same hours in a day as most people. And one thing that I've done to be able to do all the things that I do is to move my days around or move my hours of my days around mm. where um, I personally, I wake up every single day at 4 a.m. That's Monday to Friday. Mm. And then on Saturdays, I usually plan to like, you know, sleep whenever I want to sleep on Fridays. And wake up whatever time I want to wake up whenever I want to wake up on Saturdays, but yeah. Saturdays, Fridays I'm just so tired I, I end up sleeping at like eight. Normally I sleep at like nine nine thirty, 
And then yeah. I wake up at like 3 a.m. on Saturdays, which is really <laughs> <laughs> quite early, right? <laughs> I wake up even earlier yeah. uh, on weekends. Yeah. And for me, when I, you know, I usually spend the first, the reason why I wake up early like that is to spend the first few hours of my day with myself. Because I always ask people, when do you, when do you spend time on yourself? Mm. You know, when do you, when do you spend time with yourself? You, do, you know, like, oh no, I, I know, I, I spend time with myself, spend time with myself after work. I'm like, so when you are tired, right? After like five o'clock, you're tired, yeah. you, you're exhausted. That's when you, that's the time you give to yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, don't you want to like, don't you think it's, you know, the whole concept of, of putting yourself first. Don't you, wouldn't you want to give yourself the best few hours of your day? Like the best hours of your day when you are fresh, when your mind is clear, when you have clarity. So for me, that's why I wake up early at four so that I can give myself those clear hours of my day mm. when I'm fresh. So I wake yes. up, um, do what Stama Wundler said in that, um, in that podcast that you just mentioned about self-confidence. Yes. I make my bed. Yeah. I meditate for a couple of, for about 30 minutes. Mm. Um, then I just do my exercises, calisthenics, yoga, I run, and also on alternative days, I'm listening to podcasts, I'm listening to audio books, mm. I'm learning, um, I'm reading, yeah. and then seven, eight o'clock comes, and then, I, and, then, and then the crunch with the work starts. Mm. So I've given myself like four, three hours yeah. of the day, like a lot of people, those three or four hours is spent, you know, waking up, rushing, you know, sitting in traffic. Yes. Thank God I don't have to sit in traffic. I work from home. I work from home. Mm. Getting to work, the, like the first hours of the day starts off being really hectic. And then how do you expect the rest of the day to go? Mm. Day is just not going to go that well. Yes. So my, rest, my day starts off really calm and chilled and just empowering for me personally. Mm. That when my day starts, I'm just in a very, I'm in a great mood, man. I'm able to like get things done a lot quicker. Mm. I'm able to learn quicker. I'm able to think clearer because I'm calm. I don't have any worries. I don't have any anxiety about how the rest of, about the rest of my about how, about how I'm feeling yeah. and about how my day is gonna go. Mm. But like midday, I've give, like I've given in a day. You really have about five really productive hours. Mm. So from seven to about twelve or one o'clock. I'm super productive, mm. you know. Yes. And after that, I get to have time now to do other things. Maybe listen to another book. Mm. Maybe work on my podcast. Yes. Edit some, edit some like content. You know, create, write. Mm. Um, by 5 p.m., I've been awake for 13 hours already. Wow. Usually, if you wake up at like seven, that's 8 p.m. for you. Yeah. Right. Yes. All right. So for me. 5 p.m. is like my 8 p.m. Mm. So when people want to have a meeting at 6 p.m. for me, I'm like, guys, no, I'm not going to have a meeting with you at 6 p.m. I've been away. I've, 6 p.m. is like me I've been me calling you for a meeting at 9 p.m. Yeah, that's okay? productive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. So yeah. some people want to have a meeting at 8. I'm like, mm, that's midnight for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <but. laughs> okay. Yeah. Now I'm going to... Now, now, <laughs> Eight o'clock, mm-hmm. I'm winding down, you know, I'm responding to, to people on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and by nine, I'm just like, you know, off social, off internet, and I'm calming down and I'm resting. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
or from like seven to about nine, I'm socializing now. You know, now I'm like, hey, listen, um, I can give time to people now. You know, mm-hmm. like on, 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 you know, like social because yes. you're still in that social connection. Yes. But so for me to be able to do all the things that I do, mm. it's just about restructuring, and it's just tiny little adjustment. Mm that helps me to be able to do a lot of things that I do and I'm not stressed about it. I don't feel overwhelmed mm. because I've just structured my day properly. Because yes. I went through this, I was actually driving on in um, 2019, I think it was around September, end of September. I was coming back from my mother's retirement party mm. and just like, she, I just, they just had like epiphany, like epiphany mm. where I was like, wow, why wouldn't you like, why do you work, wake up at seven, work all around the clock, and you're not really getting much done? You're not as productive as you want to be. Mm. And then you get to around six, seven, eight p.m., and then you're up. <laughs> you're not really doing much. You're not really doing any, anything that productive anymore. Mm. So about like eleven midnight. So I'm like, how much hours of my day am I wasting? I'm wasting like six hours. Oh, like five to six hours of my day wasting it. Like, you know, like, and then I, started, I then as, 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 as I started to see where all the, all the wastage was happening. Yeah. But first re-evaluating how I spend my time. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, wow, those wasteful time, I need to move that into a, like into, into a part of like my day where it's a lot more useful, where I'm not stressed, I don't feel overwhelmed. And that's just been pretty much what I've done. And that's how I'm able to, like, to do quite a lot of things um, yeah. that I'm currently doing. And I have time because we all have the same amount of hours in our day. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. And I can still read two books a week, interview people on podcasts, mm. update social media, mm. like people's pictures, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. run run businesses, yes. answer a ton of emails, mm. sit and have meetings, mm. have a balanced life with my family. Only thing I probably don't have yeah. is a girlfriend. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And that's not also, um, I don't want to, you know, because look, we all have, we live in under different um, circumstances. Yes. Some people have um, spouses, they have kids. Mm. Um, and for me, I just also, so we cannot discount those things, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Of course. And I think one of my one thing that makes me feel fortunate is the fact that I have a lot of those time just to myself. Mm. Okay. okay. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, no kids. Um, you know. No kids. Okay. <laughs> Why are you thinking about it for a minute? Like, oh, do I have any kid anyway? <laughs> No, 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 not even, not, you know, like, not, you know, yeah. not even, but not even, not even, you know, yeah, no kids, no kids anywhere. Are you Definitely sure? No Are you sure? Anywhere. I'm 100% <laughs> sure about that. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, man. So that's how. Just manage, just management of my day, yes. management of my time. Mm. And, and everyone can find a way in their own different situation, a way for them to manage their days and their time mm. productively. Yes. Yeah, uh, you you made a valid point already. Like, um, for you to be able to combine everything together or do everything that you love to do, you have to have these time management skills. And that's one thing I'm also trying to work on. I'm trying to improve my you know time management skills, how to effectively make use of my time, make use of the 24 hours I have every day. 
to get the best out of it every time, every day. Mm. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I think I will, I will still come back to you Absolutely. and ask you about your... Um, you know, you made mention of it already, actually. You said, you know, waking up and on time, early in the morning, spending time with yourself. Then you start your work, you know, in a very calm and very relaxed mode. And you, you are very effective that way. Then, you know, you get much done within the early hours of the day. And you develop yourself yeah. um, personally. Then during the hour, um, during the, um, from 7 or from 8 o'clock, you develop yourself with your business, for example, financially, in other ways. Then in the evening, you develop yourself socially also by, you know, being on social socially, media. Exactly, yeah. Yes. And, and I just want to add that the secret there to waking up early mm -hmm. is going to bed early and having enough self-discipline to go, this is the time I'm going to go to bed and just stick with that. Yeah. Even if you're not tired, lie in bed, put your hand over your chest, mm -hmm. put your hand over your stomach mm -hmm. and meditate to sleep, mm -hmm. you know, yes. and you, and Yeah. So just having discipline. Wow. And do you have any like aids you make use of while to sleep, for example, apart from meditating? Because I, I have friends that talk to me about the, the, them lying, lying in bed, for example, and staying awake, you know, having different thoughts in their mind. They're trying to like think or meditate, for example, but you know, they get distracted from the meditation because you know circumstances of life come come into play while they're in bed, and the, all the monsters come out from the bed and try to attack them, and they stay awake till like midnight or early hours of the morning and they, are, they get no sleep actually. Do you have like tips you make use of too? Apart from meditating to so, sleep? So when I first started, mm. I would play a deep hypnosis, deep sleep hypnosis um, tape, which will help me, actually guide me into like a meditative, uh, into a meditative hypnosis sleep-like state. Yeah. And it also had a lot of affirmations as well mm. um, in the actual deep sleep, like hypnosis tip. So that it really, really helped me in the beginning mm. when, I, when, I, when I started like my, I'm going to get into bed at, at, at 8, at 9 p.m. Yes. Um, vibe. When I was a 12 a.m., 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m. guy, mm. and was on like, a, no, that's just not who I am. This is just who I am. You know, people, are, you know, say that bullshit. Yeah. Uh, that this is that this this is who I am. Yes. If you say this is who you are, that is who you are going to be. Hmm. Okay. Yes. It's unless you now start to look for better ways to do things mm. that the change actually starts to happen. Transformation starts to happen. Mm. So. Yeah, that's so that that's just pretty much that's just pretty much like my feedback on that. Yes. Find. I use an app called Scribed, mm -hmm. and there's a particular tip that I um, that I used to play, and every once in a while I do play it for just to just get those affirmations going. But now I just fall asleep within like seconds. So I'm not even sure whether I'm still listening to it or, <laughs> or not. not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But before I used to like go like in like at least 10 minutes into it and then like meditate off to sleep. Now mm. it's like, I just put my hand up on my, like on my chest like that. Mm. I start playing the tape and as soon as clear your mind, you mm. know, you know, like, you know, like they tell you that you need to, Basically, your worries are not going to be solved if you carry them with you into your sleep. Yeah. There's nothing you can pretty much do. Yes. The minute I just hear that, I'm just like, I'm just gone. The, the remaining 29 minutes of it, I'm not <laughs> sure <laughs> if you are still what there. happens. Yeah. 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 If I'm still there or not. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> That's great. So in the morning, when you, when you wake up, for example, and you're maybe 
um, brush your teeth or maybe um, freshen up, for example. Do you, do you stare, because the name of this podcast is Mirror Talk, do you stare into the mirror and like reflect on life a little bit or do you spend other times reflecting on life, on, on your journey of life so far? While I'm meditating, right? Yes. I get like memories mm, yeah. of maybe 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 periods of my life that I don't don't know what was happening. Like I gain a lot of clarity into my childhood. Mm. You made mention um, of that. I earlier. was able to like yeah. yeah, I was able to like unpack a lot of things that happened to me mm. um, growing up. And for me, in my meditation, I'm also also meditating and visualizing the future of myself three years from now, five years from now. Mm. So. And I do tell myself in, in a part of my meditation where I, I am giving gratitude for the things I have in my life. Yes. There's, 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 like towards the end of my gratitude mm. phase of, of my meditation, yes. I visualize myself appreciating myself. So that's when I see that image of a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> and, then yes. I, and, then, and, then I, and then I actually say it out to myself. I look at myself. Yes. And then I say, I love you. Uh, <laughs> you tell yourself, Adewali, Adejumo, I love you. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. And then I smile in my meditation. And then I move on to the next phase. Oh, <laughs> that, that's so beautiful. So, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nice. So is that, um, I mean, that's so amazing. Like, not using a physical mirror, but having this um, mental mirror in your mind. And you talk to yourself and say beautiful things to yourself. Motivating yourself personally to become a better person, to appreciate yourself as an individual, recognizing yourself as an yes. entity. Yes, that's, yeah. that's beautiful. And a lot of us, a lot of people wait for people to tell them they love them. Mm. I mean, like you know, we, I would have this discussion sometimes with with the love. A lot of black people actually, mm. and uh, people of color, mm. where they say, you know, my parents never told me they loved me. All those things. Do you tell yourself you love yourself? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many times have you? How many times have you said "I love you" to yourself? Like, mm -hmm. is it something you tell yourself every single day? Start loving yourself, man. Don't wait for um, our parents, our you know, your partner, or, or you know, all those people to tell you they love you. They do love you, you know, but maybe that's just not the culture that they grew up in. Yes. Um, yeah. Tell me something, right? You know, <laughs> I heard this, and I'm thinking maybe it was BS. Mm -hmm. Is there a word for love in Yoruba? <laughs> Ife? Ife? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Ife is love. Do people actually say that? Monifere. <laughs> Monifere. Which is, I love you, by the way. Yes, I do. Yeah, Monifere. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound like... It doesn't, doesn't sound like... doesn't doesn't sound normal. Does yeah. it sound normal to you? <laughs> no, no. Ever, has, has anyone ever said that to you? Like... Like meaning meaningfully. Uh, thinking or about jokingly. It, I think it's mostly jokingly, or maybe between partners, for example, like in a relationship or something. But it's it's very actually it's very rare. I've never, I've no no one has ever told me that before. <laughs> actually, yeah. Exactly, actually. exactly. See, that's culture that we grew up in. We yeah. grew up in that culture where that is just not something that people said in our language. It's only with the English, um, with like with the English that we speak. Yeah. That we now say, I love you. So, you know, they were like expecting and demanding mm. and holding a grudge to your parents or whatever for them not saying, I love you to you yeah. when it's what wasn't their, it wasn't their culture, right? Oh, oh man. No word yeah. for it, yes. you know? Yeah. Yes. So you just got to love yourself. You got to tell yourself, even if you want to hear people tell you they love you, mm -hmm. say it to yourself. Yeah. And that's what I do. Hmm. Yeah. 
that's that's good. That's that's. I mean, I'm going to start um, cultivating that habit. Also, I'm going to cultivate that habit of you know, loving myself, telling myself I love you, and then also showing it out to other other people. Like tell them, oh, I love you so much, and really express my feelings, my you know, my feelings to people. That's one thing I also yeah. have to work on. Actually, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, man. I I actually said now to my mate, mm. you know, um, I said to my business partner. Um, I say to some of the people that I feel might not take it the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes. Or you just put like man at the end. I love uh, you, man. <laughs> I, lo- I love you, bro. <laughs> I love you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Yes. And I'm trying to just normalize just letting people know that you love them mm-hmm. and you appreciate having them in your life. I normalize, try to normalize that in my life every single day. Oh, that's amazing. Sometimes I get an F you. <laughs> really? You know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like keep, keep your love to yourself. And then, keep your love to yourself. Thank and, you. And, 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 and then I get like a, oh, I love you too, Brian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's because cool. like because i'm like oh yeah so you're not used to that hey you're not used to being loved you know you just get, you know get used to it. normalize yeah. that stuff man yes yeah yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow it's it, it been it so lovely speaking with you i'm really enjoying this conversation but i would love you to like maybe talk to me about any other thing you would love to talk about that i've not made mention of maybe Talk to me a little bit about um, Zastra.com or Drop Store app or every other ad, um, adventure or um, project that you're working on that, you know, we could be a part of. Okay, so the one thing that I really just want to talk about is, like, is one, I'm writing a book oh. and the book is called Apple Like Buddha, yeah. which was, the book was actually formulated way months before Yes. The podcast, um, you know, idea came to mind. Mm. Okay, and so the book is about the, about the foundations of uh, the foundations of happiness, mm. the steps that people need to follow, which is one, you know, taking taking responsibility for your life. Yes. Um, you know, learning to unlearn a lot of the things that you have learned, your like your mask, mm. you know, and starting to learn. You know, from like almost from like scratch. This is how we should have been raised. You know, mm-hmm. we should have just been raised with like with love, with forgiveness, with learning to let go of things that you can't control. Yes. Learning what it is that you can truly control, which is your thoughts, your desires, and your action, mm-hmm. and how to really just be able to build the life that you want for yourself. Okay. So the book covers all like all of those things. You know. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So that's really just one thing that I'm currently working on and. Before the book comes out, which is going to come out in 2021, 2021. okay, okay. we're gonna we are I I will be sharing a lot of my knowledge. Um, I'm gonna be bringing on experts to come and share a lot of their knowledge yeah. and a lot of their thoughts and ideas. And you find that a lot of things that you probably get in the book, you will get it on my on my social media pages, on Instagram, Twitter. You find it, you find it on my podcast. Mm. You find it on my YouTube page. Mm. Okay, YouTube pages are the Juma, um, by the way, and ah. you find all those. You you find a lot of those information, but in the book we go we go nice and deep. deep. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's something that I feel is really worth um, talking talking about. Something yeah. that's really worth mentioning. Yes. Something that's going to add a lot of value mm. to a lot of people. Yes. Yeah. 
maybe we, we can talk about that when, when it comes out in 2021 by God's grace then maybe we could come back I could yeah. invite you again and we could yeah. talk about the book and you know share more, you could talk about it a little bit share more knowledge about it and you know bless me a little bit with more of your knowledge and yes. wisdom yes absolutely absolutely I would love that but, but I'm, I'm going to share I'm going to share all your details in the show notes for this episode I mean your, your the link to your, your YouTube link to your Instagram link to your Facebook page link to your podcast also very very important and link to you know your, your online retail store mzatra.com and every other information from you that you would love me to share with the, the world or the, with the audience, I will put them everything in the show notes. Then people can always visit you and you know check out and be motivated by you actually, and you know be inspired by everything that you do and become better and you know improve their lives also by following your project and following your work. That's great. Thank you so much, man. I love. I really appreciate that. Yes. Th- thank you so much for your time. I, I really appreciate this, and I, I don't take too much of your time again because I've learned so much from you today already, and I'm going to take this and you know. Um, eat it up, digest it, and you know, make it give nutrients to my life or give nutrients to my my mind, my soul, my body, and you know, become a better person from this episode. Thank you so much for that. Thank you, man. I appreciate all of this as well, and I hope <laughs> you keep well and stay safe. And yeah, man, stay in touch. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I am eternally grateful for your time, your love, and contributions. You mean a lot to me. Thank you once again for listening and sharing with your loved ones. Don't forget to subscribe and follow this journey on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and other platforms in the description. Stay blessed.